You are listening to the Elseworld Citizen Podcast. Music provided by YouTube and its affiliates. The Elseworld Citizen Podcast is made possible thanks to listeners like you. If you'd like to continue to show support, follow us on Instagram at Elseworld Citizen and on Twitter at Elseworld Civ. If you are so kind, you can even contribute to the show by following the link in the show notes or the support link on the Anchor app. The views expressed in the interviews and commentary of this podcast are solely those of the individuals providing them and do not reflect the opinions of any comic book publishers, its parent affiliates, or subsidiary companies. We thank you again for your support, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Elseworld Lounge. This is the less strict, less time-consuming podcast. Um, extra episodes, I'd guess you say. Bonus episodes. Um, I created this because I knew that I wanted to continue making more unique content for you guys. But at the same time, I wanted to make sure that I shared a little bit more about myself, my own opinions outside of just what I read and what I get into. And since it is, uh, uh, this is, we're now just coming off of the week of September 11th. Um, and the comic book that we are going to be featuring tomorrow is Marvels by Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross. Um, I really wanted to talk a little bit about myself, where I was in comics at the time and how, uh, how the events of that day, really did change my life. And I know this might be a very serious content, um, but I, I'm only going to cover it for maybe five minutes or so. If you want to skip forward by five minutes, you're more than happy to. Um, but I wanted to get it out of the way now rather than later on in the show. Um, and I was in the fourth grade when September 11th came along in 2001. And I was just finally getting into reading comics. Um, I had I had Dark Claw, which was what if Logan is Batman kind of storyline. Um, and then I also started reading Spider-Man finally. I had been watching um, as of two years prior, two, three years prior, I had been watching the Batman anime series Spider-Man and Justice League. And when the day came... I was in, I, I can remember it so clearly. I was in the middle of, of class. Uh, I think we had a break or something. We were just starting the day. Um, we maybe got our introductions done, Pledge of Allegiance done. And we we sat down. And I remember very clearly uh, the principal came over the speakerphone and we were we were at a very very christian roman catholic school mind you and all they told us over the loudspeaker too mind you all they told us was new york's been bombed and uh law enforcement are on their way we are keeping you here until your parents are capable of picking you up 
stay calm, don't move, don't go anywhere. If you need to go to the bathroom, ask your teacher, etc. And then that was it. We didn't hear anything for about an hour. So it's just, and it's the crazy thought too, because at that point, you know, I'm, I'm so very self-aware of where my dad works. I know that the fact that, you know, my, a lot of my family live in New York um, in, and I know that family lives in the city. So I'm very self-aware at fourth grade. And I, you know, it just, the panic, the panic that ensued, um, it was, it was, it just, I felt numb. It just, you, you just, you can't move. You have trouble breathing. Just, just grasping the thought that like, what does that mean? We were attacked, but how? And, um, you know, there were hel- helicopters and jet fighters flying around. I live, um, to, to, to paint a picture for you, I lived uh, just outside the city. I lived by about an hour, maybe two hours, depending on traffic, outside of New York City uh, in New Jersey. And, and my father used to work, actually, he used to work in the towers. Um, but he actually, he thankfully was working in a different building at this point in time. And um, he lived, he worked not, not too far away. Um, and so I knew that because of the fact that he had taken me to work previously in the year, I knew where the buildings were and I knew where my dad was in, in relation to, to proximity. Um, I didn't really know what the heck was going on though. And I was already freaking out. Like, is my dad okay? Is my aunt okay? Cause I know my, my aunt lived in the city. Um, and, uh, all I know was about an hour, maybe two hours later, um, you know, we uh, we finally got word that our parents were on their way. The uh, the police were allowed, uh, are, were allowing them, and we got picked up. I want to say sometime around like nine thirty or maybe ten. Um, I think it was well, no, actually quite sooner than that. Excuse me. I uh, we picked we we got picked up. Uh, I I want to say right before the second tower fell. It was either right before it or, 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 you know, right before the first tower fell. Cause I remember getting home. We got home really fast. Um, my mom didn't really tell us much. Um, all she said was, listen, dad's okay. Get in the car. Let's go. Um, and we get home and you know, the TV's already on and we literally, it, there was already smoke coming out of both the, both the buildings. Um, both the planes had already made impact. Of course, the replays were happening on the screen and that was, that was traumatizing, uh, to see that. And, and then all of a sudden, um, I remember my mom being on the phone with my dad, talking to my dad and, and just, um, you know, relaying to me and Catherine that he was going to be okay. And that, you know, him and, about eight other coworkers were piling, basically piling themselves into a car and racing out of the city, literally racing out of the city. Um, and they, they got through the tunnel before, uh, before the first building fell. And, um, or at least right, right around when it happened. And it was, um, yeah. Is scary, man. It was absolutely terrifying, and 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 you know the impact too. Like being in and around where it happened, it just felt. I know a lot of people talk about it. You know, um, that I've lived in other states, but when you live near to New York and to the Pentagon, and it 
it, it just it felt it feels different even when you go home you know when you when you would get out go outside and drive around you like you could you could smell the smoke you know you could you and the cops you know law enforcement was 100% out there you, you couldn't go anywhere without seeing you know at least five police cars uh within 15 to 20 minutes of of each other if not less so it um going back to school was was really hard too cuz um we had students in class whose parents did not make it back um and it just you know wrapping your head around that and i was i was getting back to comics comics are what kind of helped me get through all of that because the x-men movies were coming out um i was really into the batman films uh the tim burton ones at the time and just being able to watch those to lean on my heroes lean on you know these fictional characters um helped me to keep a somewhat positive mindset even afterwards and i'm grateful to everyone that works on comics because you know we we live in such heated times even today up to today and so many tragedies and it's it's thanks to storytellers that we're able to take a break from reality and take a break from the negativity and be able to just experience storytelling for what it is um you know if it if it weren't for that i i don't know what i'd do um but let's let's uh, get on to a different topic now um because as as much as i would love to pour my heart out for you guys i i understand that's not always an easy thing and it's a hard pill to swallow especially on such a tough topic um but regardless um you know coming out of that we uh i soon soon after a few years later five years later we get batman begins and uh the nolan films really woke me up to just the quality of uh, filmmaking and what filmmaking can do for comics and it's it's right around then that the the person you know as me as tj um as the host of elsewood citizen kind of started to take form and i kind of started to finally have a very different perspective on comic books and on uh the film uh, the films that were interpreted uh than everyone else i I already knew about Elseworlds comics. I read Gotham by Gaslight, I think, by probably three years after uh, Batman Begins. So, like, right around when Dark Knight was coming out, I um, I was finally reading, catching up on all these great comics that everyone was talking about. Um, like the Dark Knight uh, Returns and, and so forth. And that's when I got into Watchmen. I got into comics like uh, Spider-Man, um, Maximum Carnage, uh, just, you know, these hefty, complex comics. Um, and it really opened my mind up. And speaking of opening my mind, uh, we've got some really cool uh, comic books coming up that are related to the current DC comic book canon that are part of d the dark multiverse. Um, we have, you know, the there's a the deathless. They're basically Elseworlds reinterpreted within the Dark Multiverse. And if you don't know what the Dark Multiverse is, basically, 
in part of the new DC metal story arc, there is an alternate reality. Of course, the up door gets open to this alternate reality where basically everything's just bad. Everyone's bad to the bone. And it just so happens that they're all dark, twisted versions of the Batman. Um, there's the Batman who laughs. There's uh, there's a, a Doomsday, or excuse me, um, I think it's called, the character's called Doomsday. Uh, but anyway, there's a, a, a Doomsday version. There's a... Uh, like evil Aquaman version. There's a Speed Force version. There's there's all these different bad Batman um, that come pouring in, and so we get introduced to this world, this reality where all the dark matter, the anti life equations of the of these realities, have been activated, and so they're just they're spewing out these monstrous realities. And so it's kind of cool to see we're finally seeing some stories that are based in the dark multiverse. And the first one that's going to come out is uh, next month in uh, October for Halloween. We have um, Batman Nightfall. We have The Death of Superman, uh, Blackest Night, and Infinite Crisis. These kind of one-shot reinterpretations. And the cool part is that they're going to get $1.00. Uh, re-releases of the original comics that they're based on. So I, I'm super psyched about that. I know I've, I've probably talked about that before, but I, I'm really, really excited for that. Um, DC Inc. cranking it out amazing ones again. Um, Harley Quinn Breaking Glass just recently came out. Uh, I'm waiting on my issue. I think it's back-ordered, um, but I cannot wait for it to come in and get a chance to read it and then be, be able to feature it on this show. It's going to be a while because I've got a lot of uh, pre-recorded shows coming down the pipeline for you guys, but ideally, um, we're going to have a lot to share with you guys. Um, on top of that, I have some news and I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping I reach a lot of you guys with this. I've got a new podcast coming down the pipeline and it's very different. It is not comic book related. It is sports related. And, I'm hoping to have it ready and have it launched on September 16th. I know, it's right around the corner. It's only four days from now. Um, We'll see. We'll see if it happens. But maybe I'll make the announcement. I might make the announcement on the 16th. That way it's the start of the season. Um, But what it's going to be called is hockey-related. I think think predominantly I'm going to be an ice hockey-related podcast. And... I'm doing it because for the longest time I've wanted to do kind of my spin on PTI, pardon the interruption. I love that show. That's probably one of my favorite ESPN shows that came out of the mid-2000s. I, I just love the concept and I love the idea because you don't get you don't give time to commentators to to state opinion. You you give a minute. You know, it's it's usually two guys or a guy and a girl, a, a woman or two women, and the 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 simple premise of it is they're there talking sports, and they have about a minute to two minutes per a topic, and the closer and closer you get to the show, the less and less time you have, and it makes it simple, makes it effective, um, and it makes it so clear and concise. Because one thing that I cannot stand about the most recent. Uh, sports shows out there is that 
everything's opinionated. Everything is so... Oh, my goodness. Excuse me. Just had dinner room, so uh, something came back up. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, all these sports shows, they just... They're so subjective. They're so heavily opinionated. And we're going... And they just... You go... You have kind of guys like, you know, like Skip Bayless. Um, you know, they just... They they go on and on about something that might not matter two days from now, a week from now, a month from now. It may not even matter. Yes, it's entertaining to watch them get all fumed and all riled up about your players and your teams. Maybe they're talking about your rivals and they're for your rivals and it's fun to see someone try and jab at them. But realistically, guys, I don't get it. I don't get it. Because I always grew up with... You know, your team's your team, but when they suck, they suck. Like, you can't you can't not say they played badly. You know? Like I mean, you know, if you like in hockey, for instance, if your goaltender was not on his game, letting in a ton of shots, you can't say, you know, oh well, you know, this is the reason why he couldn't get that shot and that's unfair because there was a defenseman in front of him. No, like, no, just stop it. It's, it's that it's your team's fault. Bad defense is just bad defense. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter sometimes now, now granted. Yes. Okay, fine. If you have a team like the lightning who are, you know, play great, have a great season, strong, super strong offensive team. And, and they can definitely plow through some good defensive teams and good defensive lineups. But this fact still remains. Your defense is your defense. If they play badly, it's going to be a bad game. You're going to lose regardless. It's the way I feel about football too, you know? I'm a Giants fan, not going to lie. I really cannot stand Eli anymore, guys. I just can't do it. He's been playing for so long. And yes, okay, he's had some good years. But They've been they've been well behind him, and on top of that, it's just the team itself. They play, they stink, they stink. What can I say? I mean, you you cannot defend bad plays. You cannot. It's you know you're you're lying to yourself if you think your team is the best in the world. You know, let let half the season play out first. You know. You want to watch all the games? Watch all the games. But let half the season play out. Once you know, you will know by halfway through the season, at least in football and in hockey, if your team's going to make it, you will get a good idea. If they're consistently playing well and they only have a handful of losses on them, then, yeah, they have a shot. They've got a good shot. But if they're losing and they're losing bad, like shutout bad, mm-mm, nope. Doesn't even matter how many field goals you got if you're if it's a football team, they they have been playing bad, and you you just hey hate to break it to you, you know if it's a good game it's a good game even if they do lose that's the way I see it, um, but I hope that this little piece of me talking about life I hope it appealed to some of you. You know, if it didn't, eh, oh, well, this is, you know, this is what it is. It's kind of an open mic for me to just spew my thoughts and my ideas and comments and concerns and what's coming up. 
And yeah, new podcast, guys. And it's going to be short. It will be short. It's going to be probably 10 minutes or less, if not less than that. It might even be a five-minute long podcast um, because it's only on hockey. And like I said, I'm very much inspired by Pardon the Interruption. I love that show. And I just want that nice, you know, fast, uh, you know, get your, get your thoughts out, move on to the next topic. Thoughts out, move on to the next topic. Um, and I, I just, I think that's the way sports shows should be, you know, here are the points. Here's how they played. Okay. Moving on next, you know, and it's like the highlight reels. I miss the highlight reels. I don't get up early enough to watch them anymore, but I used to love watching ESPN highlight reels. Um, and Hey, you never know. Maybe I'll get to that point with this show, but, uh, stay tuned. Keep an eye on my personal Instagram account for the announcement, which will be next week, uh, most likely Monday. And get ready, guys. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. That, all right, so that's all the time I have, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a great week. And remember, tomorrow, 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 we have Marvels as our comic book spotlight for, for Monday and I cannot wait to share this show with you guys. Thank you guys again. Have a good one, and I'll see you all tomorrow.